everyone venture brothers season five we're wrapping this up and we're really Just a couple more seasons to go and then we never have to do this bullshit again we are wrapping up our tv era for good it seems like so it's it's good to go out with a decent show i don't know if anyone else had the the same feeling because when they saw that the uh the first episode was an hour long did anyone else have an immediate panic of like Oh wait, is they're doing eight episode seasons from now on? Is are all the episodes just going to be an hour? Not, no, okay, no, it's just the no, hour. not really. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I would kill myself, but yeah. um, I'm glad that they're not doing too many of those because you know the prom episode was fun, but it's not their strong suit to do really bloated runtimes. I think one a season's fine. I think it's like all right. I mean, we might as well get into it. Look, I've had to realize about what I think about this whole show this season, and it's that I think that Venture Brothers is. A very, very hit or miss show just across the board for me, at least. Uh, I, I've also kind of come to that realization watching it more. I, I don't think as much as you, but it's, it's, it has lost some of the shine from like the first couple times I've watched it. I yeah, so. actually, it's kind of funny. I'm actually kind of uh, down on this season two a little bit, but I was interested how you would feel about it, Spencer, because this season is, is, it's, it's trying to go back to, like, smaller, more personal episodes while also doing lore-heavy stuff at the same time. I mean, there were two episodes this season that I really dug. The rest of it was mediocre to okay. The, I'm sorry, like, look, Doc Hammer and Jackson Public, insanely talented guys. There's really no denying that. And there's no denying that there's some fucking fantastic episodes of TV they've made, but... I mean, goddamn, they just have not been playing to their strong suits for a very long time. They're comedy writers and they're dorks. And the more they play to their dorky side, which they have been doing almost entirely for the past three years, the more I just yeah. check out. So I don't know. This this season was largely a miss for me. This season's a bit of a miss for me. I'm definitely more positive on it than you are. But I think it's because this just feels like the safest season of the show so far. Yeah. And, Part of that is because next it's season... It's because they don't have the clones anymore, so they can't kill anyone. Yeah. That's why it's yeah. so safe. But, uh, and part of that is because next season, there will be a bunch of changes because they're going to New York. And that... And, and at least shakes also... it up a little bit. Which is, I yeah, mean, yeah. I, I don't know if it's amazing. I think, like, leaning into the superhero stuff is, is kind of... Like, a, a fun... Because by this point, like, Marvel has, like, fully overtaken the cultural consciousness because, what, the next one's in, like, 2017 or whatever? Yeah, yeah, we're in 2013. Yeah, uh, but, but I mean, but for season six, so they, they, they really go all in on the superhero stuff, and it is kind of funny that, like, oh, it's just... This show is not about, like, going on adventures anymore. It's solely, like, a superhero show. Yeah. I just, like... And I've said this a billion times before, but I really don't give a shit about any of the lore in this series. Like, the OSI stuff's boring. The Sphinx stuff, I still don't even know what the fuck Sphinx that is. Sphinx makes no fucking... OSI can be funny. Sphinx makes no fucking sense. Really, like, yeah. the only stuff that can be good is usually the guild stuff, and even then, I know you hate that. Yeah, even then, the guild stuff is, like, increasingly just kind of 
tedious and overexpository. I, I think it's funny when they make a joke out of how tedious and overexpository it is. Like when yeah. the joke is when it's about bureaucracy, but it's also like it, it. They are not good at drawing a line between like, oh, we are like making a joke about convoluted, you know, mythology and bureaucracy, and we are actually engaging it in our own storytelling. They they are also just consistently like shooting themselves in the foot too, since they really want to do serialized storytelling and really want to like constantly have all these status quo shifts but like i'm sorry i think every single status quo change they've made aside from the clone stuff has been for the wrong like we praised in season four brock leaving the group for a little bit because that was a nice change of pace but like now that sergeant hatred is just like a nothing dork like i yeah. want him back i like he's i want the most... pedophile anymore yeah he's just a loser with boobs I like it's I Which, I hey, want Brock fair, back. Know, fair, same. But, <laughs> Woo, yeah. folks! Yeah, oh, a, sounds like a damn woman on the internet. Am I and am I like, right, folks? You know, right, well, well, folks. This well, thing on. You heard about you heard about Zoe Quinn. Yeah, which makes more <laughs> Zoe Quinn jokes. Everyone, we you, you can't get enough of those. Sergeant Hatred. How about Sarkeesian Hatred, folks? Sergeant hating my Sergeant boyfriend. Made a, how about Sergeant made a video game about feelings? And yeah. Is this thing on? Folks, this thing on? can you hear Folks? us? Is this shit on? So, yeah. Here's the thing. as as I like most of the episodes. What if, season, I'm so sorry, Andy. I got it. Because I, I, I just introduced. No, I'm not sorry. I just introduced an interesting wrinkle to um to, to reality. And, and I, I'm really excited to explore. What if Jay Leto cussed? <laughs> what, if, what if Jay Leno was like Well then he wouldn't be Jay Leno What if he yeah. was like Folks you heard about this fucking shit <laughs> You heard about this gay ass shit what, folks What the fuck I heard about this No no you're too fast It's folks Fuck, Have you, you heard, heard about, about this gay ass shit Folks Fuck, You heard about this shit Fuck. Fucking bullshit Yeah you're, going, you're doing it too fast Fuck, You heard about you heard about this gay shit? So, like, as much as I want to be, like, a contrast and be like, like, I enjoy most of these episodes, but I wouldn't say any of them are, like, super strong. Like, they're good. It's, like, a solid run of season, but I would say this is probably the most bland season of the show. Like, maybe even overall. Just, like, it's not even a particularly low, low point for me. It's just, this is a season, all right? Um, well... I, I do think blowing everything up and moving to New York was partially them realizing that like they had kind of gotten in a rut because yeah, I mean they don't I mean they don't really introduce anything new to this. It really like the most interesting thing this season is Augustus St. Cloud, who is great. Yes. And I, I yes. he lo- talk he rocks. a lot about he's the best character they've you, we haven't even gotten years, to his best material yet either, which is great. I don't know. I think Eat the Pennies Quiz Boy is his best material. I think <laughs> that's the funniest the thing they ever do with him. That is, is the Pennies yeah. Quiz Boy. Eat the pennies. Eat the pennies, quiz boy. And Pete being a bitch. Yeah. Oh my god, I love St. Cloud so much. But like, I mean, besides St. Cloud and like maybe some of the interesting stuff they did with um the interns in that first episode, like, what did they really introduce to the show that like is new or interesting. Yeah, there's stuff I'm seeing that will yeah. be paid off in season yeah, six I mean, or like seven Venturian, for more interesting Sure, work. but right now, yeah, but none of that is interesting yeah. here. I will agree. It's just it's it's things you pick up when you rewatching the show and go, oh, that'll be cool. That's where they set off in yeah, better. Not, no, not that's not. It's not even saying that's where they set it up. It's saying, oh, look, here's this boring thing that they decided. What if we made it kind of interesting later? Like, because you got to imagine when they were making a lot of this stuff, like. I, you know, they're, they're funny guys and like the serialization thing has been like a, you know, 
something that they've been working on for years. But like, I don't think Hammer and Public, like a lot, I, I think like a lot of creators, they don't go in being like, okay, this is what this is going to turn into. A lot of the times they're like, okay, we put this in this, we like this, this is evocative to us. What if we, in later stories, do more with it? Yeah. I also so like, right say- now it's kind of like Venturian, they put in, they were like, damn, what if there was like a robot guy who was a cyborg? And then later they were like, what if we revisit this robot guy who was a cyborg? And I can't say that like something else that that is worth pointing out is that we've kind of been here before. Yeah. Like, I I feel like every like six months we get to the point in the show where it's like, oh, hey, this thing that was like, you know, a really important cultural touchstone or like interesting early 2000s show has entered the 2010s and is now a bit less interesting. And, you know, like it happens to, to, to all of them. Yeah. Uh, I also got to say, there's too many damn characters on this show. They've they've got too many at this point. I like, guess. I, I was watching the last episode and they were bringing back like people from like season one or whatever. And I'm like, okay, you guys like shoved Brock aside and you killed 23 who were like fun characters. 24. 24. I don't this give a shit. This does not account. But no. Yeah, before before we went on the podcast, Spencer was telling me he was telling me Goo Goo Gaga. So this yeah, is a little baby. I loved. Count. Yeah, I wanted to make this podcast about like shapes and colors. We were gonna. But... Yeah, we were gonna. <laughs> we were gonna call it those good old fashioned mobiles. Yeah. So I those good old fashioned I... pacifiers. Those good old fashioned jingling keys. Those good old fashioned dirty ass diapers, folks. You hear about <laughs> this one? You hear about this shit? Yeah. Sorry, Andy. What were you saying? Well, I mean, I, I I was sort of responding to Spencer, but you know, do you want to finish a point or? I'll just yeah, I'll um, just finish wait, it. I, so- I could I could finish a point. Uh, Spencer is like uh, he wears like those little overalls and like he has a <laughs> striped right shirt into underneath. That one. He has like a he has like one of those hats that has a little propeller on. You top just know I'd be sucking it. my thumb. You just yeah, know I'd be sucking his thumb all the time. When we yeah. actually when the first time we ever came to Philly, because uh, we've only hung out in person once, and I think you guys have never hung out, right? Like in person? No. No. Ty, so, we've hung out in the, person like four times. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> so the the first time that anybody um, from the podcast met each other was Spencer came to Philly last year. Um, and when we met, he was actually holding a lollipop the size of his head and he was just looking yeah. on it. And he was um he was doing like a little tap dance in the sailor suit. Yeah, no. Yeah. Spencer's two feet five. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, that's true. He, yeah, I'm two feet five all, and obese. He photoshops all his pictures. He's actually two foot five. Yeah, I'm yeah. two foot five and I'm three hundred pounds. Well, see, he takes all of the yeah. all of his photos in a hall of mirrors. Yeah, um, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no. well, because because he's always at the circus because his parents keep taking him. <laughs> no, I just wanted to say that, like, you know. Th- they don't have to bring back, like, I was struck with this when they had, like, a cutaway gag to Phantom Limb and all of his cronies. Like, they just had, like, a brief aside where they were watching TV. And I was like, that's funny. But it's, like, it reminded me, like, they have, like, they have, like, 900 different characters and maybe, like, 10 of them I want to see on screen at any given point good, in time. Good news. They are killing off some of them very soon. A good yeah, chunk of them. The, the next special is basically them looking at what you said and we're like, what if half these guys weren't alive? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, yeah. See. All right. Yeah, no, it's it's just like. Yeah, th- this ugh. season is, is Doc Hammer and Jace Jackson Public like hitting a wall and going, all right, we got to change from shit. So, so that you do at least have that to look forward to a little bit. But, you know. And again, nothing, nothing, everything in this, I think, is fine, but it is, it is still very safe and bland. I will say, well, Brock, I think Brock in 21, or t- 24, no, 21. 21, 21 yeah. Uh, like, is it? 
Brock is in this season enough. I will Wait, say is he 24? Yeah. No, 24 is the tall one. 24, yeah, 24 oh. is the dead one. Oh, I thought 24 was the one who is... Oh, no, no, I'm thinking of 21. Never yeah, mind. no, my, my brain worms infected you, too. I'm no, sorry tw- about that. Well, are, no, we sure but, but, are we sure he wasn't 24, though? You, none of you bitches can count either, okay? Spencer, I'm making fun of Andy. No, you, yeah. you're you a non-counting-ass bitch. You, you roasted I, me, I but... I count at least once a day. Count? Okay, count to 10 for me right now. Okay. One, two... You get a freebie. The next one's I wanna, four. I want to say M. No, 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 no. Don't, don't, don't correct me. One. Okay. So I said one. I said one, two. two. One, two. What's um, the one that's like two shapes? God, it's like if, two shapes. If you, if you, if this was like a video oh, oh, podcast. Oh, 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 sorry. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. One, two, double C, four, five, six. If, if this was like a video podcast and you slowly edited a picture of Gabe it's like a plus sign. this this joke it's would like have a, killed in 2015. It's like a, a it's like sign? a plus sign, yeah, but like only like part of it. Oh, um, minus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think okay. it, it's that one. Okay, one, two, double C, four, five, six, minus. Um, I want to say the band Toto. Is that? <laughs> Um, off? I think that's like after after ten. You're right. You're right. You're right. That came that came much later. Because uh, yeah. the Arab, the, I mean, the Arabs didn't have Toto until like 880. So yeah, yeah what, what the fuck am I thinking? Okay, so one, two, double C, four, five, six, minus. Um, um not the band. Oh, oh, d- the band. Yes. Uh, okay. Yeah. Nine. And then... and, and. I think it's a hundred. I think it's 24. No, I think it's 100. Oh, no, it's 21. Oh, all right. That's it. That's yeah, it. Yeah. 10. Okay, good. But uh, the, the point that I was going to make before and I was interrupted scene. for an okay bit uh, was, I think I think 21 has decent stuff to do this season. Brock, not so much. But I I, I, I don't know. I didn't, like, uh, none of the, the Gary B-plots this season really bothered me. I think, I think you just like Gary. I yeah. think I, well, that is true. Doubt because you like I think you see too much him. of yourself in him. Yeah. I do. I do. You're not wrong. But yeah. I will also say that, be like, like, if they introduced a character who was, like, really hot and good at everything, I would be like, oh, she can't do anything wrong. Yeah, yeah. they did. Dr. Mrs. the Monarch. You got the voice thing down, too. My voice what is the fuck? Jesus, Andy, what the hell? Holy shit! My voice is completely What the fuck? That was the meanest thing you've ever said. Holy shit. Andy, if I said that, she would have killed me on the spot. What the fuck? Holy shit. I was meaning... You're not digging your way out of this one, buddy. No, I was meaning... No, I want to hear him try. No, I want to hear him try. All I was going to say... You are dead. I was meaning... She's going to kill you, man. I'm like an alto. I was was meaning to go like four, maybe five on the meanness scale, tripped over myself and landed rock before I was 35. Much like on a normal scale, you you basically broke it. I will will also say... Jesus, man. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you're trying to go against the queen of me and fuck you. I think I'm just going to put my headphones and microphone down and just kind of walk away. In terms of you being mean to me, that's like a seven. Like, come on. That's not even that bad. You said way worse about me. Yeah, no. 
But, uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. That was very, it was very funny how immediately defensive Spencer got on my behalf. I appreciate that. I think it was yeah. a, I think it was like a fight or flight, like a PTSD yeah, yeah, reaction. Yeah, yeah. Like when someone raises their hand at you, because if I said like something a third as mean to you about that, then you would be like hunting me down. No, but it's funny. Cause you, you weren't on Andy's side at all. You were like, <laughs> you're like, if you saw someone like raise a hand and then immediately you like shot the person they were raising their hand at with a gun. <laughs> yeah, no, I wanted to, uh, to be fair, I wanted to defuse the situation because I did not know how that was going to play. If, if anything, you double fused it. You <laughs> <laughs> I escalated it, which is also good. Am I? Dude, say they're trying to defuse the situation. My brother in Christ, you fused the situation. Okay, now I agree with him. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am prepared to offer an apology if you think I went too far, Ty. Because I, I no, I don't, I don't care. Just let's move on. <laughs> okay. A very venture Halloween. Did you all watch this or just me? Uh, I've seen it before, but I did not watch it for this one because it wasn't on the website that I watched this on. What website did you watch this on? Uh, just one of like sevenmoviesx.com or oh. whatever. Just one of You're those. You're not a pirate. No, I, I see. Here's the thing. I know how to, but it's like this ain't worth. This, none of these 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 TV shows are worth the hard drive space. And also, if you, you have can delete them app- immediately after. What are you? What is your hard drive, man? You've got like yeah, uh, fifteen I like megabytes. More, I have like thirty two gigs left on my hard drive, and I still torrent it just because you delete it when you're done. No, yeah. I, I know, I know that, and it's just I'm lazy, and these these are the fastest way to watch the shows. Yeah, so it's like, you can get like all this Belarusian adware on your computer. Not if you have adblock, enough. if you have enough adblock stuff, it's fine. <laughs> Andy is Andy is materially supporting the war in Ukraine by giving all of their scammers money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. It would it would be very funny if I did lose my my bank did get account did get hacked. If I'm just using this for these many years. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I probably deserve it. Probably. Um, I, I, I like... You deserve it for the mean ass shit that you said earlier. Yeah. Fuck like you. The... Fuck I you. like the, the bit in, uh, in this episode with uh, the betting pool. I thought that was a cute gag. I will, I will say it felt the most perfunctory of all the episodes this season, which was really saying something. Well, like, I mean, really, it's, really it's, the it is, only... It is... Or sorry. No, it's go. fine. No, clearly what you have to say is very important. Well, all I was going to say was, I was just going to try. So anyway, it feels very <laughs> perfunctory. Like, like, <laughs> I mean, the, the stuff with Dermot and Hank and, and Dean is like funny. And, and the fucking stuff with Ben is like one of the only times that the serialization was interesting this season. But like, so much, much of it just felt like they were like, yep, we're checking off a Halloween special. And yeah. I think a, a lot of the season, not all of it, there were parts of the season that were good, but I think what hurt the season a lot is that a lot of it felt kind of lifeless compared to like some of the earlier ones. And they had three years to make it. Part Well, is that this was not technically part of, aired as part of the season. This aired like six months earlier and was just a special. Still had, Which like, in that context, I think it's a bit more fine as just like a thing you find on the back of the DVD rather than a, one of the normal episodes. I think it's sure. much better in that but, context. But I'm just saying that like, regardless of whether or not they were like, oh, we don't, have, you know, we, we can kind of call it in on, the, or we can phone it in on this one because it's a special, like, you can tell they kind of phoned it in on a lot of aspects. Yeah, that's fair. Like how it immediately like, oh, they raise the zombies and then like literally a minute after the master comes and he's like, nope, actually fuck you. Like it's, 
a lot of it felt like they were checking off boxes in the way that most of the other episodes this season didn't. 100%. And uh, what color is your clean suit? I know this one is really well liked by... Well, hold on, Andy. Did you have points you wanted to make about Halloween before we moved on? Yeah. No, not really. Okay. I had, I really liked colors your clean suit, so I'm interested in hearing why you didn't. Um, It's it's okay. I don't really have, like, it's... I think it's mostly that it's just... This is the episode long. with the... Uh, this is the episode with the... They're making the plasma shield. Well, well, yes, but but also uh, the monarch and Mrs. the monarch getting their Drago references mixed up. That well, that was literally the least funny thing that they have ever put in the show. It is so The rest bad. of the episode's fine. The rest of it, I mean, yeah, again, it's fine. It's just like, it's 40 minutes long, man. Like, this show gets exhausting after 22, and like 40 is like, I am checking out. There's too much happening here. But it's, I, it's, a, it's okay, honestly. I just, can I be honest? What? I thought it was nice to see Dean get some action. Yeah. I felt, I felt really proud of him. My man deserves it. Yeah. I, I, I was, I was like thumbs up on this episode because I'm like, good for him. Yeah. Also, I mean, also eat the pennies, quiz boy. Also eat the pennies, quiz boy. Eat the pennies, quiz boy. Yeah. St. Cloud in general is just, he's a. St. Cloud's inspired. Man. Yeah. They were just like, what if we just make the most annoying, like, pudgy jackass we have ever made? And then a couple years later, we said the same thing with this show. (laughs) I'm uh, I'm just kind of hunkering down over here, just sitting. (laughs) You've unleashed the beast, my boys. Yeah, I'm just sitting here. I've been just whistling (laughs) like I just knocked over a priceless antique. Venture Libre. I feel like doing the Island of Dr. Moreau, that's the animal-human hybrid yeah, yeah, story yeah. that everyone draws and up. That's, that's never a great sign. Yeah, and they're trying to do, like, South American insurgency. So this episode is really so, gay. I, I will say, I, I thought it was really exciting that they made this episode even three years before Bernie Sanders came into politics. Because it's clear that, like, they were very much, like, on the Bernie train. And, like, here's how Bernie can still win. Because they were communists. And they, like, how they tracked us. And they were, like, in the DSA. How much how much worse do you think we, this show would be if we started in 2018 and 2018 instead of 2020? We have a, we have a prime example of what it would be, which is that insipid Harley Quinn show. Yeah. No, not not this show. I mean our oh, show. Oh, oh, our show it would be it would still be bad. Yeah. <laughs> Just be a different flavor of bad. It would be no, it would be equally bad cuz we were cuz we made it during the second Bernie Sanders campaign, which is even gayer. Yeah. So god, remember how like socialist we used to be? Well, that was also I feel oh, like but 20... we still like. I don't think. I don't know. I don't think any of us are still like fuck socialism. But like, yeah, remember fuck... how hard in the paint we used to go because we were like, oh my god, we're just like Chapo. Oh shit! I broke my rule. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't worry. It's fine. I was doing it to make uh, fun of us for what it's worth. But... Well, I was also gonna. gonna bring nope. Up... No exceptions. No, no exceptions. No, exce- not... no. I. I know. I listen. I was I, I'm something myself honest. Tangentially yeah. related, but didn't have anything to do with that. Which is, man, 2018 was also the golden age of failed startup podcasts. Discourse yeah. Collective, baby. If any of you you heads remember <sighs> that one, I don't remember that one. It's. I think, I think I it do. might be the gayest thing that is ever invented. We should yes. have called our podcast that. The Discourse Collective. Yeah. Yeah. Who's second the- second gayest behind the Young Hegelians, but you know that's stuff. Oh yeah. Honestly, it's not even a we, should, we should have, we should have joined BreadTube. Yeah. I think they did do one episode, but anyway. Yeah. BreadTube would be sick. That'd be a great pivot for us. Yeah. yeah. Sphinx Rising. I, I I will say. Wait, did we actually the, can we talk imagine, about... Can we imagine uh, do we? Andy yeah. with well, like, like an H-bomber guy receding hairline? I think that would be pretty swag. <laughs> if Andy was on BreadTube, he would get so much pussy. Yeah. He would get like, so like much Like, we joke lit. about getting Andrew, or Andy pussy through the Andrew. show. <laughs> Andrew. <laughs> Andrew. I don't know. Does Quentin Reviews up. get pussy? 
Uh, no. But Wait, what's I, up? Quentin Reviews? Andy, you need to be oh, nice well, to yourself. No, Quentin Reviews, I, I'm fairly certain. I, I have no evidence, but I'm fairly certain he gets pussy just uh, like of the underage variety. I, Andy, you, you got to give yourself more credit. You have a lot more swag than Quentin. Reviews. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. No. <laughs> I, I, I didn't. I don't. I'm not necessarily saying I, I have more or less. I'm just saying I feel like that's the ballpark one of like, yeah, sure. that's the content I would make. Not necessarily that level. That is. Of that, that's literally the content you make. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's li- quite literally the content that you make. Well, God, it's he's the gayest guy of all time. I'm sorry. Yeah, no. It, it, have you seen like the DMs that he had where he was just like, like he was just like pe- sending like Lindsay Ellis messages that were just like, I'm sorry, I fucked everything up. You don't like me. And he just sent him like a hundred times. 300 pound YouTubers and sending Lindsay Ellis like very embarrassing messages. I don't know. It's again, I think it's just like it, it, there's a certain type of She's Gen approaching. X guy. Well, Gen, Gen X guys in Is general she? haven't. No, she is not. She's like, she's like an extremely cynical wino. Like, yeah, no, she's yes, but she's she not on approachable. Site, so that's, yeah, she's approachable with like a hazmat suit. But yeah. no, it's she's Gen- approachable I, only if you have an open bottle of Merlot. Late, later yeah. millennial and like early Gen X guys, like they never had the illusion of like you know the hot nerd girl who's into the same shit as them. As like, you know, we all thought that was cool when we were kids, but then you have that bubble burst. But those guys, those guys never had that burst. So they're in their like 30s, 30s and 40s still thinking about Carrie from Mythbusters. Working for like a website called nerd.com doing reviews of video games being like, God damn, I bet... (laughs) I bet that Daria would totally be into me if she was real. Yeah, no, it's every person my age, you know, had that illusion of like, it would be so awesome to have like an epic wifey who likes all the same stuff I do. And And you you know what? You get that shattered really fast, but those guys never did. They never did. I did did. embarrass myself enough recently. I do feel comfortable saying, yeah, I I feel like I'm good enough to say that I would probably never be like an escapist or polygon writer. I feel like that's, you know. And that's, the monkey's paw curls a single finger. Yeah. <laughs> that required me to write that. You're going to get an email from Yahtzee and you're you're gonna start writing for that shit. In in two weeks, Andy is going to get like well, a Yahtzee job. He's gonna me. get a job at Giant Bomb doing like 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 sidebar videos. Yeah. Like oh, the kind of shit that pops John. up when you're on a wiki. Andy Andy yeah. Andy's gonna be the next Anthony Birch. That's don't you ever fucking compare me to <laughs> No, I would never, man. That's don't like the you... that's like the final the darkest future for all of us. No, don't you ever fu- like I'm bad. Don't you like that's Is actually he a, the like Borderlands no, come on. Guy? What did he do? He's the Borderlands writer who got like cucked basically. His wife stole the Wii U. Yeah, his oh. wife stole the Wii U in the divorce. He got cucked. Oh, that's he funny. pretended to be bisexual, which is something only women are allowed to do. He is the guy who admitted to to looking at Reddit when writing Borderlands 2 script. Um, yeah. No, he is the wor- he is like the failed version of Joss Whedon. Like is he's like if Joss that's Whedon That's being nice maybe a little. He's bit, like if huh? Joss Whedon didn't know how to do sex crimes basically. <laughs> yeah. Apparently his little sister is like she does like critical role shit is that entire family just like contaminated yeah (laughs) what the hell she's like the swaggier one of the two that's the funny thing that is true (laughs) ashley right is that yeah Yeah. ashley birch she has and god she has like college bisexual haircut that's really tough yeah Yeah, she's got like yeah well her thing is that she's also at least a real voice actress so she at least gets money she she at least like has a job yeah yeah 
She was a writer on Adventure Time. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> she was like looking into a magic mirror that like shows you all of your greatest fears. And mine is yeah. just like being back in the year 2015. She's like, <laughs> she's like if Julia Vickerman was like less cool, basically. Julia Vickerman was the pedophile lady who made the show uh, 12 Forever. And she's just like the she, even less cool version of that. She. <laughs> Man, it's she, a real good thing no one listens to this show. She's the like amount if, of pedophilia she, accusations we're making. She's like if every non-binary person I've ever dated was on feminist frequency. Yeah, I, I was about to say, Ty, I didn't want to say it, but she looks a little familiar. <laughs> oh, yeah, like yeah, yeah. yeah, I was like, I was just kind of tugging at my collar. She and looks just... like if half my exes were like friends with the McElroy brothers. Oh, yeah, 100%. Oh, no. she is definitely. Ty, I am so glad oh. that she moved on to like 26 BMI comedian men instead of this type of girl. Wait, wait, is, is that high or low? It's like higher than average basically like slightly poorly just a little i'm actually no i'm the person who i'm going on a date with is actually in really good shape okay well yeah i don't know are you just i've just seen like some of like yeah i've just seen some of the comedians who are like yeah i'd let him hit and he's got like not fat but he's like you're thinking of one specific comedian who i said wants to hit okay okay yeah all right that's fair i withdraw i never said i I withdraw my accusations yeah yeah I withdraw my accusations. All right. Uh, Sphinx Rising. What the fuck were we talking about? Yeah. Sphinx Quentin Rising. Reviews, right? Yeah. Well, technically, the Wasn't Venture Brothers. Wasn't that what Brothers. this episode was about? Yeah. The, for, it's the Quentin Review show. Yeah. Sphinx Rising. I mean, this one's... It's so good. He does five... Imagine imagine if our show was five hours long. And we had to put work into it. We can just... Oh, God. I would kill we could myself. Just, we could just get on here and talk. I mean, you have to edit, but like... Editing a yeah, one-hour podcast. Yeah, a lot of work into this. Well, edit. Okay, Ty. Editing a one-hour podcast. No, it's different a, for sure. Then five yeah. hours of video content. Yeah. See, that's yeah. my trick. Is I do five hours of con- video content that requires no editing edit. whatsoever. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's uh, trust me. As someone who's done video editing, it's a and it's, whole and different it's, hell. And it is all about shows for twelve-year-olds. Yeah. The as only thing us, he makes cartoons about is like. No, but like, but like, not sorry, not even like just normal. T- it's like every like twelve year old girls in like the year two thousand and nine. Like, it's crazy. All right, Sphinx Rising. Uh, the strength suit was got a few gags. I don't got much else to say. Yeah, what even happens in this one? So Gary is trying to restart Sphinx, and he gets like the actual like old supervillains join Sphinx. And they, and then, they they fail a terrorist organization. And that, oh and god, Brock I forgot. Has to stop him. And then the monarch and Doctor Girlfriend like go onto, or they try to sneak in wearing like those extremely realistic masks from the movie Good Time or whatever. No, I that, mean that is a Family Guy ass plot point. Yeah, yeah, it's it's I don't know. It, what are they even doing? This I actually didn't mind the fucking mask shit with the two because at least you got like you know they're kind of married they have couple a good banter. Rapport. Yeah, yeah, like they. they that's what the I little said. Bits of, the little bits of like Doctor Girlfriend having to save the monarch, where uh, monarch is like, yeah, you know, we think you have like paper beaver, or he starts making the noise, just like see if if paper beavers were here, they would be attracted. Like that was. At least, like, structurally solid. Yeah. yeah. Again, that's what I say when they, like, they don't play to their strong suits. They're really good at, like, writing these type of rapport between either old friends or married couples. And then just kind of putting that in the foreground while insane shit happens in the background. But now they just only do the insane shit. And they're not very good at that. 
Spanakopita! Spanakopita! Okay. I like this one a lot. It's yeah, a this funny, one's it's cute. It's a very funny one. This one's a yeah. banger. This is the best episode you know of the season. You know why it's a good episode? Why? Because it's, Rus- it's all about Rusty and St. Cloud, yeah. Yep. It's Rusty, St. Cloud, and Billy Quizboy. I yep. like that Rusty is also allowed to be happy for once. Just let, like, give him, like, one... <laughs> also, I thought the joke of everyone on that island had sex. Every woman on that island had a bad sex with, with Brock. Brock. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was cute. How many people, like, how much tail total do you think Brock has pulled? You gotta imagine oh, it's got to be four thousands, digits right? minimum. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, four digits, definitely. Um, yeah, probably like, like 2030. He's probably had like 20, which is way too much. Yeah, he's probably had sex with four people. And it's like, you're not even married to any of them. Yeah. My man, grow up. How many of them do you even love? You don't even love any of them. I think it should be illegal to have sex with someone who you don't love. But, and here's the kicker. It's also illegal to have sex with them if you do love them. Well, now that seems a little ridiculous. Yeah. I think everyone should be castrated. Well, don't do that. I think, I think we should have an entire community or an entire society of Varus the Spiders. <laughs> that worked all right for the Ottomans for a little bit. Yeah, that's the one thing. Like, if I got castrated, like, I would start wearing a cloak. Like, yeah. That. Oh, God, yeah. If, if That's the thing. You get castrated, you start wearing perfume, you start wearing silk, you shave your head. Yeah. Like, it's, there's so many people who it's like, they go on the and that's that's my problem with a lot of like trans people in this country. It's like you're 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 you you're making yourself a eunuch, but you're not like abiding by the eunuch traditions. It's just yeah. it's shameful. I I need to like I already like gossiping and scheming a lot, so I think I just need to pull the trigger and cut my cut my thing off. And just yeah. get it get to the next stage of my life. If you had to become a eunuch, how would you how would you most want to become a eunuch? Is there a word for that? Is there like like uni, unified? No. What would that even uh, be? Painlessly, I would hope. The cool, the coolest way to get unicized is like to have like a sorcerer do it. Yeah. Like for like a ritual. Just inverts your shit. No, it. I was thinking they like float it off. Yeah. Like just, what? Just kind of yeah, like it all. Oh off. yeah, like oh here here's a good way to get unicized is like um you're at a magic show and the magician is like yeah, I need a volunteer and he puts um <clears throat> like his his cool top hat. He puts his cool top hat over like your your stuff, and then when he pulls it away, it's gone. Yeah, no. That'd and be then cool. he re- and then he reaches in your mouth, and he pulls out like a bunch of like penises tied together, and they're all different colors. That'd be cool. Yeah, no. That's the coolest way to get you. Especially all the multicolored penises. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna be thinking about that for the rest of the episode. Damn, damn. They they don't give the Care Bears junk. <laughs> <laughs> Scanacopita, yeah, no, this is just a fantastic, fan- fantastic episode. Great plot, great story. You know, this yeah, is like yeah. th- this is what they are capable. And like I said, it is an episode with very low stakes. That's what makes mm-hmm. it so good. There's no fucking swashbuckling bullshit or like ancient leagues or whatever. It's just two jackasses getting in a fight. Speaking of which, the opposite of that, OSI Wait, love do you. We, do we have want to say anything about that episode that isn't, it's a great episode because it has a great plot. Uh, <laughs> the, the Spanakopita gags. Right? I literally I, just I, said it's because of the low stakes. You know what? I also okay. do like, this is maybe the, the the most interesting that I think hatred is all season. It's not great, but having him be like <laughs> yeah. skeptical about the thing is at least a way to incorporate him in the plot. That feels a little meaningful. Well, I, I mean, because they don't really let hatred, like, 
run stories this season. Like at least they don't like, let him do anything. Him, at least having him be the head of like one of the you know even if it's just like the B or C plot. Like at least like having him take agency in that like gives his character something to do in a way where it's like oh he's not just like a loud guy with tits. You know. Yeah. Like like literally like what else this season does he get anything close to that amount to do? Uh, Color is goofing, your clean suit. He just gets. With... Oh, sorry. What's up? Goofing no, I was say... with Gary. <laughs> I guess. What's up? Me, us, Wait, me perfectly t- That was Spencer because I perfectly timed interrupted you. You interrupt in each row. other like eight times in a row. Yeah, yeah, okay. I mean, he he, he just like colors you clean to. He just gets kidnapped. Venture uh, Libre, he's just like there with all the Venture scene stuff. Like Sphinx Rising. What? He, I, don't, he's, I don't know if he's even in that episode. Like... Oh no, he he helps take the beaver shit down. Like it's he, he doesn't. He's just like a tool in most of these episodes. So like at least giving him like something where he actually like affects how the plot moves is like it's interesting. I guess you know. No, I uh, it, it's nice for him to have something to do that isn't just kind of going doing his voice and just kind of whining and complaining yeah. all the time and getting dunked on by the showrunners and it's not even like it's super like even if you're not going to do pedophile jokes like you could you could remember putting him in, in a shrink ray in a money bag to, to fucking scam his arch well, nemesis the, like, i didn't think that was funny either the problem well, the like problem that. is is that like if you make him a loser like rusty's already a huge fucking loser that's his yeah. whole thing we have that covered and why brock was such a great foil is that brock you know he's a dork and he's kind of like a loser too but he's also but he's a, also the coolest guy on he's Earth. cool as shit and yeah. he's really good at everything he he's does incredibly muscular he has sex with every woman in the world he has a mullet like he he kicks ass he's they were great. a great team together and that's they just again completely shot themselves in the foot by like kind of putting Brock on the fucking bus and uh, no, so sorry. This is actually, cause this is something that I think would have made more sense to discuss during the Halloween thing, but we kind of went like, we kind of skipped over that. How do we actually feel about like Dean's goth phase? Uh, cute. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense that like, that he's having awkward teenage phase now, especially with the information that he's been given. Yeah. yeah and like, it, it is funny. Cause like, you can clearly see how that grows out of being like, kind of like the wussy intellectual of the brothers. Like, yeah, of course he's like a fucking pussy. He's going to have a goth phase or whatever, but like, I don't know. I, and I also think... getting dumped by the goth girl. Yeah. 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 I, and I, I don't think they lean on it too much which is nice it would have been very easy to like oh we have a new thing in this show let's make this everything that we fucking talk about but like i i enjoy it i i think that like it is nice to have that more like more of that differentiation between the venture brothers and now that they're like adults to even be like okay now they're kind of becoming characters in their own right instead of like the stereotypes that they were for a lot of the show i just i feel i i was like this is actually a pretty monumental change that we didn't talk about and i i didn't see like a an avenue to talk about it in the, I mean, maybe mama's boys, but I would, so I don't know. I, I think that was useful to get out of the way, at least that we, yeah. we're, all, we're, which, all, we're all positive on it. Oh, I think, well, do we have anything to say about OS? I love you other than it's, it's a, oh, okay. this is episode. the one, this is the one where it's just there. I, I mean, it's cool that they did the whole thing in the base, I guess. Like some of the time jumps were like interesting in that, like it wasn't, it was a different way to structure an episode than like what they normally do, but no, not really. That uh, that different structuring, I think, and the reason why it's kind of framed as like a little mystery movie almost, or you know, it's it's kind of like Inside Man or something, is 
Why I actually kind of like this one, uh, it's very dense with plot stuff, which obviously I don't give a shit about. But at the same time, the fact that it's structured as this series of interviews and there's not like a lot of running around and explain. There's not as much running around and explaining stuff. It's mostly like these back and forth conversations after the fact makes it work really well for me. I will also say, I think that um, they were expecting this to come a lot later in the season order than it did because, I mean, you know, they produced it seventh or whatever. I think the joke with Hank in the woman, like, power suit is funny. I think it might have been even funnier if they let it cook for more than just, like, one episode in between when he gets it and when he takes it off. But I, I, I don't know. I think that I think the joke of, like, oh, yeah, he's been wearing it for, like, the two weeks of real time that it took to get to this episode from when he got it is... At least, like, a, a way to, like, make a joke out of serialization instead of just making it, like, lore stuff, yeah. Dude, dude like, this is a bottle episode and a pretty good bottle episode. Um, hmm. um, Mama's Boys. I like this one. Uh, what if it happens in it? This, this is the this one is the where... This the one with the insane asylum? So, oh, yeah. Yeah, it's cool. another deep cut where they're like, remember, like, a season or two ago when they held Dr. Venture captive with, like, the teddy bear? So he's going to try to find the actual teddy bear, and then they go to the insane asylum. That was the worst part. The, the insane asylum also sucked. I, yeah. I, I There are bits yeah. that I like here. I I like I like the stuff with Dermot in here. I really... I think, um... I think the stuff with Myra in the insane asylum is decent. No. I really like the scene. With Dean trying to, or Hank trying to figure out how to, like, get arrested and thrown in an insane asylum. I thought that one, again, it's, and and also, this has maybe uh, my favorite post credit scene of the, the season. With, with fucking Dermot calling out Rusty that he's this fucking piece of shit dad. Hmm. Um, I, I don't know, it's just, I mean, the Myra stuff was, like, kind of funny before, because it's just like... Oh, she's, like, it felt like, not, like, a realistic amount of, like, unhinged, but it's, like, oh, this is kind of, like, a recognizable archetype, and now it's just, like, what, she's, like, a fucking cult. Like, why would these people give a shit about her? Like, I, not even well, to I mean, be, the like, implication, I think, is that she is brainwashing them. Maybe, um, but, like, not even to be, like, a CinemaSins type person, but it's just, like, it, it feels like they took a character who was, like, kind of a, a funny, fucked-up joke, and then they were like, oh, we gotta do it again, but bigger. And it, it just doesn't have the oomph that it did that first time. Yeah. And then... I mean, fucking, yeah. I mean, Hank Hank is... Or, or what, what's his name? Like, uh, Matisse Madrado or what? I don't know. That was fine. Like, they're little cute little, like, super, fake superhero identities or, like, whatever. But, like, there's no meat there. And then there was even less meat on the Teddy stuff. It's just, like, a nothing of an episode. And the parts that actually did have anything put into them are fucking bullshit and, like, are actively make other elements of the show that were kind of funny worse. I will say there is a reason why they, they uh, don't bring Myra back again. Yeah, because they recognize this episode. Oh, we fucked it up. Yep. Bot seeks bot. Also boring. Yep. Also kind of boring. I thought the funeral opening was was pretty all right, but the main like B plot at the club was not great. I mean, yep. again, it's just I guess it was kind of funny to bring back Ghost Robot or whatever because that was just like a cute thing that we like. I remember on the show we were like, Ghost Robot's a funny concept. Like, what if there was a ghost who was also a robot? But I mean, it's just, yeah, Venturian's just fucking boring. The entire joke is just like, what if there was a robot who talked like a robot did, but they were on a date, which feels like a fucking, like, well, like something SNL would do, like, now. <laughs> or no, it's not something SNL would do now, because it's like, Donald Trump isn't in it. But I, d I don't know. I, I'm very much on Spencer's side, where it's like, it loses a lot of steam this season. 
No, I agree, but I, I I will say I do like I do like the opening of this episode. I thought like the the, the clue clown is a funny like, concept because it's just like wait, what if we just yeah. like took the two Batman villains that people give a shit about and we just kind of like you know squished them together. Yeah, and and, and, and Conroy's performance is also yeah. excellent. Of course. Oh, God, I love uh, Conroy. He's so, so talented. The Devil's Grip. Better, really? This the, this is the season finale like it it oh yeah it's yeah no but, such a nothing well it's not because the next episode is the the special is the real season finale no the yeah. no the special is on the production order of season six. Oh well never yeah mind then. well i mean okay you're correct but it's also like structurally it feels more like the what this season finale should yeah. have been well i have not watched yes, it yeah but uh yeah no this is a non-ending to a really weak season of television. It, the stuff uh, with uh, Rose is, again, it's one of those things where it's like, they will make it funnier than it is right now with like adding a couple, bit more context in that special. But yeah, it's just, Colonel Gentleman is a funny character in that like, what if like one of the people on Team Venture was just like an unrepentant British pedophile? But like... So I, <laughs> so I do have two things that I want to bring up. The first is the Moppets are fucking dead. Finally! Thank God. Yeah, thank, they're fucking dead. They ain't thank coming God. back. Uh, the other one is, I really like the final like conversation scene with uh, Rusty and Monarch, where, where Monarch is just like, fucking go home. We, I'm a lo- we're losers. Yeah. No, that is a really good, like, that's the, I think this whole season, the best example of them trying to do dramatic storytelling, because they both realize how much they kind of suck at everything they're yeah. doing. In the exact same yeah. way. Uh, and too, and that's always what's been interesting about this show is that, like, how much of it is just about, like, people who don't want to live adult lives. And so they just wear costumes and, like, yell, you know, comic book lingo at each other or, until, like, they die. And, and, and I think expressing that dramatically is, like, one of the only interesting things that they could do that isn't just kind of, like, every grim and gritty, you know, superhero show that they're making these days. But, like, you know, every every show like Harley Quinn that's just about, what if superheroes also went to therapy? But, like... This show it, sounds horrible. It's really bad. I haven't people, seen I, it. There are, people, there are people who talk about it like it's like, oh, my God, they really did something here. And I think those people are fucking insane. It's a very bad show. I think I, it's okay. I, <sighs> Yeah, but you're the mo- you're one of the more cape shit people I know. I yeah. know, I know. I, I mean, again, I don't love it. I, I would yeah. not even say it's particularly right. I just think that's eh, fine. There's some things that I've seen that I'm like, eh, that, that's not bad. That's not a bad episode. I mean, I but just yeah. I don't know how fucking Kaylee Kyoko still has a career. She's so bad at acting. <laughs> oh yeah, she's the Big Bang Theory girl. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Apparently, uh, she was on like a show about like an air like an airline stewardess or something that was like kind of good at that i don't but i i don't know anything about it but like yeah the really like the only people giving good performances in that are like diedrich bader who's always fucking great as he's playing um batman he he was also batman and brave and the bold you guys ever watch that nope uh, yeah i saw that a bunch that of was too. a great show and bader is bader is a good batman but it's like him and alan tudyk is like clayface who's like they have do annoying shit but like he performs it well enough where it's like yeah okay i'll give it a pass or yeah. no alan tudyk who's is alan tudyk the Joker. Who the fuck? Sorry, I'm I'm getting autistic on this. No, go ahead. Um, We've got about seven minutes left. Go ahead. Yeah, for with sure. stuff to cut yeah, too. Yeah. <laughs> about four minutes to cut. So yeah, no, go ahead. Yeah, he plays. Wait, who plays the Joker then? I don't know since I haven't oh, watched. Oh, he any... plays both. Okay. 
No, he, I mean, he's whatever is the Joker. Like, it, it's, it is tough, I think, to cast another Joker because Mark Hamill already did it the best anyone's going to do it. So you're always kind of like, all right, let's see what this fucking guy can do, you know? Yeah. Like, really, like, the only, I think the only Joker to, like, do anything interesting past Hamill was maybe uh, Kevin Richardson. Or, Ledger. no, who was, who's I mean, the guy does Ledger like count? From- no, I mean uh, animated. Yeah, I yeah, think Le- Kevin I mean, Michael Ledger's Richardson. Great. Kevin Michael Richardson. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean Ledger's the same way. Like there hasn't really been an interesting Joker after fucking Ledger. No. So it's like what the worst performance Walking Phoenix has ever done, and Jared Leto. Yeah, ha. He was. I mean, what? I like Walking Phoenix enough where I I don't give a shit. I like I like Leto's Joker Fuck in you. the Snyder Cut exactly. Because it, it felt weird and out of t- with the rest of the movie, but yeah. yeah um, no. This is actually, okay. Here, can I embarrass myself on theme with this episode? Go ahead. Back sure. in like, high school, I actually really like enjoyed Movie Bob stuff. Um, oh, same. And, yeah. That makes sense. And he, had a, he actually had an idea that I still think would be a pretty cool one, where it's like, you make a Batman movie. This might have actually been after I, I think I revisited him in college or whatever. Um, but he, he had this idea where it was like, you the next Joker after Leto, and they should recast him as like Leonardo DiCaprio. So it's like they don't they have an excuse like they can't use him too much because Leo's fucking like crazy expensive. And now that Warner Brothers is going down the toilet, you know they they wouldn't be able to use him much. But like he could do like the whole Wolf of Wall Street. Like what if there was just like a Joker who is kind of a cult leader? Which I, I don't know. I think that's an interesting choice. And I the, think the cult leader thing off. isn't true, but in terms of a Joker that. That's sparse, very sparsely used. That that yeah. seems like no, it's that's how it's the, because the Patterson films are going to be the using. only thing that people give a shit about the Joker or in like DC's entire mythos right now is like kind of Wonder Woman, Batman, Joker, Harley Quinn. Yeah. Like that's it. It is funny that the best Joker we've gotten in the past twelve years was fucking Tony Dalton <laughs> as Lalo. Basically, that was just the Joker. Oh, I thought you meant he actually played the Joker. He would be he great should. As Joker, he he would be an amazing. I think Joker. even I think even better than Leo, like because he he has like that kind of like very charismatic, but like there's definitely there's like piranhas underneath the surface, you know? Yeah. Like I I think he could actually. Kill well, him he's one Joker. of those very few people who can be scary and like really charismatic at the exact same had- time. Because they're casting another Latino guy as the Joker, they should like do a callback and they should just put the Joker paint over his mustache. <laughs> Sorry, have you seen, I know Spencer hasn't. Uh, have you seen Batman twenty twenty two? Uh Batman twenty twenty two or twenty 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 one? The 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 Batman. Oh, Batman Beyond? You mean or the new Batman? No, the oh, Batman. Oh no, I didn't. The, the Pattinson one. You, you should. The, oh, it's the great. movie with Robert. Okay, it's, okay. I actually okay. like. I I really liked it. It's also. So fucking good how how they are clear like Pattinson is clearly playing Bruce Wayne as explicitly autistic and it's delightful <laughs> every time he just That's like tight. dead face stares at someone and it's just like yeah he listens yes. to like Nirvana also in it it yeah. sounds that's a pretty yes. tight way to do Batman yes. like Christian Bale he's like Robert this fucking Pat- Robert Pattinson kind of is autistic in real life oh yeah a hundred percent yeah it's so cool that he was cast as like the world's hottest man and he's just this autistic dude well the thing about Pattinson is like he's like a handsome guy who yeah was like an international movie star you know like that every teen girl was in love with for like 10 years there so it's like he can get away with just having Asperger's yeah no that is the yeah, dream it's, it's it, yeah 
Yeah. That is the dream I mean, really, to be. That's, it's funny how many incels are like, you know, oh, women are so picky. It's like, no, like if you're like above like a seven out of 10, you can like they and they have Asperger's. You can get any woman on. Earth. They will pretend to give a shit about the music you listen to. Yeah. If, yeah, you're, yeah, if yeah. you're above a seven. Literally, like literally just like go do some push. Honestly, like, if you're a funny five. If you're a funny five Not that is like literally funny. patterson's zoe kravitz it's literally like if you're like a if you're like a skinny guy just like get abs and if you're a fat guy like grow like a goatee like that's yeah. all it comes down to yeah yeah no literally uh, no, if you're a fat guy like grow a big beard and like learn about about like beers you know no it's it's very it's very funny how like not stack the deck is for men <laughs> yeah I, honestly i think any like bigger guy could like Get tail like that if he just faked like a Midwestern accent. Yeah, no, a hundred percent. Which I mean, Andy, you're in, you're in the you're in the green there. Yeah. Yeah, no, Andy, you're gonna yeah, get yeah. loads of pussy. You're gonna get so. Yeah. I am six Andy, two. How much tail do you? Get? I yeah, am six two. Yeah, shut up. Yeah, no, Andy. Yeah, Andy, we gotta get Andy like a good like like fat guy flannel, and then he'll be set for life. Uh, honestly, I think like if we get Andy like a trucker hat and we like. Put, put some Rogaine on his face so he grows a beard. I think we could get Andy. You know, we need to get him. We need to get like just his arms jacked, like fucking 21, like just his arms jacked. You should get like, you should go to trade school. Yeah. 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 That, is, <laughs> that is one advantage I do. I do have is that I am very physically. Yeah. yeah. You, yeah. Andy, uh, if you became an electrician, you would get like the hottest wife in your every hometown. single woman on the website, twitter.com would want to have a sex with you. Yeah, no, a hundred percent. So you got to go to trade school and become an electrician. All of a sudden you'll have a, you'll have a milf white that hates you. It'd be so funny if Andy left this to like become a plumber. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, would be the, that would be the best. That's like the happiest ending. That's the happiest ending is he becomes like, you know, like an HVAC guy basically with a normal life. Yeah. See, literally the only way any of us get out of this happy is if Andy goes to trade school. Andy goes to trade school and then I just like shoot myself in my apartment. And I just continue to live like a very unfulfilling life doing bad stand-up comedy for 20 years. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, every good stand-up comic has also done bad stand-up comedy. For no, years, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I, I I will just never get good. Like, I will just, I will just be bad the I whole see. time yeah. and I'll have sex with, uh, I'll keep having sex with like less and less attractive comedians as i get older (laughs) yeah Yeah, no i'm trying to imagine the fucking kevin smith looking dude that you'll have sex with when you're 50 no no it won't even be that i'll be like 38 and i'll have sex with like a 21 year old who like looks like a like looks like he was drawn on like a plank of wood (laughs) yeah yeah like that's what that's who they'll end up being yeah no I'll be dead in my apartment. Yeah. So that's a great future for us. All right. That's the, that, that's, that's the end of the show. That's, yeah. That's like the positive ending of the show. Yeah, the positive ending. Yeah. <laughs> Folks, that's going to do it. Uh, two more seasons of this. Goodbye. Yeah. Later. Stop by on, on Twitch, uh, my Twitch. I'm doing Resident Evil Remake soon for Halloween. I'll be yeah, fun. go check Bye-bye. it out. Bye. Yellow jacket street jacket
Jackson. Now we're jacking.